I'm Mallory Wyckoff. This is In the Waves. Well, friends, here we are. This is the introduction to In the Waves podcast. I am Mallory Wyckoff. I'm the host, and I'm also the author of the book God Is, which came out several months ago. And as I was writing this book over the several years that it took me to complete it, the part that I was most excited about uh, bringing this project into the world was just having conversations with folks about it. I wanted to know how it landed for them and where they found themselves in the pages and how the content interfaced with their lived reality and the questions it was stirring for them or the resistance that surfaced in the midst of their reading and so on. And I have loved getting to have some of those conversations already. And I wanted to do more of that. And I thought, what a better way to get to have some of those conversations than to do it here in the form of a podcast where for the next 16 weeks, I will bring on a conversation partner each week and they will explore how a particular chapter interfaces with their embodied reality and where they find themselves in the midst of the pages. Y'all, I asked a lot of people to join me on this podcast, some of whom I know, some of whom I didn't previously, and they said yes. And I'm really thankful that they did because we are already having some absolutely amazing conversations, and I'm really excited to share them with you. Now, if you know anything about my book, God Is, I explore how and why we ended up with such truncated and narrow ways of thinking about and imaging the divine, namely through the sole use of masculine language and imagery and metaphor. And I talk about the implications of that, how harmful that is. And I also offer an array of feminine images and metaphors for the divine for folks to engage. With that said, it might be that a lot of women will more quickly find themselves in these conversations. But I want to make sure to address from the outset that this is not just a book for women. I don't think this conversation that we're having in the book or any of the conversations we'll have on the podcast are any more for women than they are for anyone else. Because as I say in the book, the reality is that what we think to be true about God necessarily informs what we think to be true about everything and everyone else, ourselves included. And whenever God is limited in the way that we um, conceive of or image God, that's necessarily going to impinge on the full expression of every human being. It's necessarily going to impinge on the flourishing of every human being and all the communities that they form. I thought it might be helpful to read an excerpt from one of the chapters, chapter five, where I list some of the reasons why I really wanted to write this book, because I think it also helps kind of uh, narrate my point here. I write, I talk about God and the feminine because of what women do when they're allowed access to abundance. It's widely accepted among experts in humanitarian and relief work 
that one of the best ways to change the world is to empower women and girls. When governments and non-governmental organizations invest in women, they are in fact investing in entire communities. Women take what they are given, a microloan, access to education, basic health care, and multiply those bread loaves and fish to feed their families, their neighbors, their world. The return on investment is maximized to its fullest extent for the woman's own sake and for the sake of their neighbors. Humanitarian experts also know that far too often, the world does not suffer from a scarcity of resources, but rather from the inequitable and unjust distribution of those resources. I long for women to know the divine in all of her abundance so that like a small microloan to start a sewing business or policies ensuring access to girls' education, women can embrace this abundance and invite everyone else to share in it. It is here we will see that in fact, this is for everyone. It may begin in the particular of feminine language, but like the universe itself, it is inherently expansive. A bigger perception of God, no longer bound by patriarchal norms, is good news for everyone, men very much included. When we're able to see God in fuller ways, we can access ourselves in fuller ways. We can resist the limiting structures and narratives that demand allegiance, even those that appear to be to one's personal profit and embrace a far richer and more robust world that reflects an equally robust God. So as I've said, and as I've written here, I think this conversation is for everyone. I think all of humanity equally and uniquely reflects the divine image. So I want to explore in our coming conversations through In the Waves podcast, the implications of uh, what happens when we don't allow for the divine to be expressed in diverse and unique ways, how that is really harmful actually to humanity and to all of creation. And also I want to extend an invitation for all of us to sense into the ways that we are expanding just as our sense of the divine is expanding as well. Ultimately, that's what these conversations are about. I hope that you'll join us for these episodes. And I also hope that you will send in your questions and your comments. I know that as you listen to the episodes each week, It's likely going to stir some questions or some curiosities or even resistance that comes up. Be sure to send that my way. You can email me at um, inthewavespodcast at gmail.com. I'm going to gather all of the inquiries that folks send. And then in our 16th and final episode, after we've gone through all the 15 chapters, I'm going to respond to those and we'll have a fuller conversation that I very much would love for you to be part of. Welcome, friends. I'm glad you're here. Let's dive in.